following is a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. Welcome to the system is down. What's up, downers? Welcome back to the least comfortable show on the web. The system is down. The place where we talk about conspiracies, politics, and religion, and all things uncomfortable. Uh, this is Dan Smots, as you know. Sorry, I- I'm a little flustered because this episode was supposed to come out on Monday. Uh, this is on a-, a case that is currently unraveling, and it's unraveling faster than we can keep up with. It's it's really bizarre. This happened just last week. We recorded this episode on Tuesday. It was like six days in then, so breaking news for us. We had just found out about it that day and dug up uh, all all the information that we could. Um, it's Thursday now. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up and put it out because so much more has come out just since Tuesday that a lot of this stuff is not the latest news on the story. So this is basically what we knew as of Tuesday. Um, it, you could basically call it like an introduction to this thing, and we're planning on keeping up with it a little bit tighter. Hopefully we'll be able to get back together, Craig and I, and uh, talk about this more, give you guys some updated information on it. But I, I think it's such an important one. Uh, it's, so, it's so telling that it needs to be put out right now. It, it can't wait till Monday. It can't wait until, you know, way more stuff comes out. <laughs> it's... This is the world we live in, folks. Um, I, in, I know probably none of you even know what I'm talking about yet. You don't know what this case is because it's not in the news. It's not anywhere. It's not trending on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. Why? If somebody can, can explain why, I would really appreciate it. But uh, before we jump into it, I'm going to say what the, the latest thing, the latest tidbit that came out that I heard is that I don't have all the details, but I heard that they did find children's body parts in one of these camps. So uh, it's getting more and more real. And that that was the bit that forced me to say, you know what, screw it. Let's put it out there. Let's let's put this episode out early. I may or may not have anything new for you on Monday. This is Monday's episode. Technically, I might put together another episode if there's enough new information by then. And if I have time, I've got a busy schedule this weekend, but I'm going to do my best to get you guys the latest information on this story because it is very important. Um, Go join the Downers Club. I'm not going to talk about it too much. TSIDpod.com forward slash support. That's what helps keep us doing this. If I could quit my, my job where I film weddings, I wouldn't be busy this weekend. If, if I was able to do just this, I'd give you guys a daily updates happily. I wish that I could do that. So go join. Uh, we're now on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down, get all the bonus content and a whole bunch of other stuff. All right, let's get into this. This is, uh, this is news to me. It's news to everyone. Um, very bizarre case that's going on right now with this hashtag, hashtag operation backyard brawl and you can call this basically the intro this is what we knew on tuesday stay tuned well uh we're here to talk about a new topic in the news today that is not trending sadly and needs to be um seems like i i only ever have craig on the main podcast when we're talking about sad stuff so craig uh how are you doing today Really depressed after that introduction. <laughs> for those that, uh, for those of you that are new here, Craig is my brother and uh, co-host uh, guy. We'll say guy. 
What like very very part time co host? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a downer episode because there's some stuff that's going on in the world that um, uh, it kind of ties back to maybe some of the the pedo gate, pizza gate stuff like that. Yeah, I know it's not the most fun thing to talk about, but as I always say, if it is, if there's any shred of truth to it, then it definitely needs to be talked about. And it seems like. I mean, with Pizzagate, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was, there are ways we, like in, in our episodes, we tried to talk, or we tried to make sense of it. We tried to give people the benefit of the doubt and come up with a way that this isn't horrifying. It was really difficult, but um, in this, in this new case that is less than a week old, it is way, way more difficult in my opinion. Uh, Craig, you turned me on to this uh topic earlier today and i said hey let's uh let's push all the other main episodes back and let's get this out there as quickly as possible so you want to tell everybody what we're talking about so um i was just kind of pointed towards this today and like you said this has been going on for almost a week now it's to the point now where um people are (laughs) coming against it and saying oh that's that's a bunch of a bunch of bs and stuff so um how we found out about it today versus a week ago is beyond me. That's how little it's being talked about. But um, this is the story. I'm going to just read a little bit just to give us an introduction to what's going on. Um, This article says a few days ago, a group of veterans based out of Tucson, Arizona known as veterans on patrol or VOP stumbled upon what they have good evidence to believe is a sex or a child sex camp. Hang on just a second. I'm going to turn myself down. Um, believe is a child sex camp. The group was searching for homeless veterans, part of their mission in trying to prevent veteran suicide. So these guys go around uh, Tucson looking for these homeless camps, uh, veteran homeless camps, and then um, and it's kind of like an outreach thing towards them. Um, says, this is a worthy mission considering the fact that more soldiers die by suicide than by combat. On May 29th, the group was out with another organization called American Rehab Campuses trying to pull drug addicts off the streets, particularly those caught up in the opioid crisis. They stumbled upon something by chance, and it was and it was in a known human trafficking corridor with ties to the Mexican cartels. This is apparently the first report published by BOP's Lewis Arthur on what happened that night. There's a video here. Um, of the guy that stumbled across it says uh, when they found a structure powered by solar lights, they knew right away they had found something that certainly was not constructed by homeless people or drug addicts. They found an underground chamber where young children apparently had been in prison, presumably as part of a pedophile sex trafficking ring. Here's a video recording of the underground chamber. And this is the video actually I want to play. So we can throw this- and pull it up. We're, we're doing things a little bit differently tonight. We have the ability to share screens and share audio and fun things that we have not done before. We are ramping up production for you, the listeners, thanks to your generous contribution. So uh, we'll be throwing in all the audio for uh, audio listeners and video for people watching us on YouTube. All right, here is this video. This is a prison cell. Only kids are being held down here. I can tell you exactly how. Come in. 
remember, this whole thing they built over to conceal this. And there's a plastic food chamber in here where the kids are going in and out. will shine my light. You see a piece of wood, and it looks like that the wood gets slid down there, and the kids are crawling up. If you look down in there when they let them out, yeah. But there's different toys down there, little food bags. You want you this part? This is probably the most disturbing part right here. Right. And that board's used to slide them up. Yeah. The only way because they're not going to reach down in there and grab them. So I guess we're having them. They're having them slide up. This is all the way down there. A child's not going to be able to get out of here. Small child. I'll pause that. I'll kind of describe what we're seeing for the people that are only going to listen to it. This sure. is, it looks like a big, big drum of some sort of oil right. drum or a water drum um, that's buried underground with just a small opening uh, towards the top where um, the walls of this drum would prevent it, prevent a child from being able to crawl out of this. And down inside of it, you see a, a wooden dresser and then a bunch of toys and crap down in there. And that's basically all that's in there. Um, and this is underneath, there was like this kind of, uh, wooden structure, um, built over it. So it couldn't be seen from up, up above. It seemed like, so and you're not going to hear him scream. They're yeah. closed. You're not going to see him from the sky. Our drone didn't pick this up. It just picked up a dirty talk. Oh, okay. That was the end yeah, of that. Video. Their, their videos are pretty, they, they cut out a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, from what I heard, there was also like ventilation down there or something. So it's not an accident that, you know, right. it wasn't just somebody crawled in here and found this underground thing and lived in it. Um, lots of sketchy stuff. Um, I would say, uh, well, I'll, I'll just go and say right at the top, the, the address to this place is 101 west of Lencia Road in du Tucson, Arizona. So if you're in the neighborhood... I'll probably say this a couple times during the episode. If you're in the neighborhood, be safe, but somebody needs to be looking into this. Um, so what's going on right now, or at least when this guy uh, started recording this, is they stumbled across this thing just outside of Tucson. And then um, they contacted police and law enforcement, but for a long time, law enforcement was refusing to come out and even, um, like, check up on it and see what it or anything yeah they have like dna samples they have hair and uh other things and uh correct me if i'm wrong on anything but uh didn't they contact the fbi and the fbi just ignored them then they contacted the local authorities and the local authorities ignored them for a long time as well yep yep that seems to be the case uh, according to this guy uh they were ignored for a long time finally so they decided they took upon themselves to um get a bunch of veterans in on the the property armed themselves. I think it was just him that was armed. So they didn't like, it wasn't a bunch of them armed. He just was armed to prevent people from coming in and taking the evidence before things. Right. From what, were, I, what I heard, there were four guys initially and two of them ended up getting arrested, I think for trespassing, which is a total bullshit accusation when you're looking at, what we're looking at uh, and there's two other guys that have been staked out there and are refusing to leave because they're afraid that this evidence is going to get squashed or you know buried because nobody is willing to look at it so later because now if you are to google um if you just google like tucson sex camp 
the very first things that pop up is Tucson police find no evidence abandoned Southside camp is linked to uh, child trafficking. So (laughs) like now police have been out there and they have come to this conclusion. There is no evidence of it, regardless of the fact, some of the things that they found out there, like we said, there was um, a bunch of toys out there. Mm -hmm. Um, There's several condoms, a bunch of used condoms, a bunch Mm -hmm. of cribs and toys and cart baby car seats. And um, there was like a kid's vanity mirror in the, the, uh, lower section and everything, which right. it's almost like, you know, they they want to make these kids feel like they're in a comfortable place so that it just seems normal to them. Um, but yeah, a bunch of toys. There were like what looked like wrist restraints on the trees that were right. child size. Uh, no evidence of, you know, foul play here. Right. There's no, nothing linking this to, um, child trafficking is what it said. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's the, the shadiest thing about this. I mean, we know that child sex trafficking happens. If we stumbled across this horrifying, yes. And let's find the people that are responsible for it. Shut them down. The creepiest thing about this is that nobody is willing to report on it. Nobody is willing to investigate it. Nobody cares about it. Not only that, but they're making up complete bullshit stories, uh, that make no sense as to what the explanation is for this. So this guy decided after two days of, uh, no response from law enforcement. Uh, this guy, Lewis Arthur, decided he posted a video saying that his team were um, going to disassemble this camp, which people were like, oh, you're destroying evidence, blah, 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 when the police made very clear that they weren't coming out to right. do anything about it anyway. Yeah, this is like but, a week later. I'm sure they thought that too. Like, we can't move anything because we'd be right. destroying evidence. So they decided to destroy it, take all the evidence for themselves, and drop it off on the doorstep of DHS headquarters, right. <laughs> Department of I Human mean, Services. What do you do? Like, it's a genuine concern. If nobody's paying attention to it, and not only not paying attention to it, they're like intentionally ignoring it. Like, will not do anything with it. Won't make any statements really on it. Um, what do you do? You gotta just. If you leave it there, they're obviously going to cover it up. I don't want to say obvious because I guess it's not obvious. But what else would they do if? They're in cahoots here or anything. There, there is no – if somebody can come up with a way to explain why this is not being investigated, please let me know because I could be wrong, but it seems like a whole lot of foul play is going on here. Yeah, so when local law enforcement finally did show up, it wasn't – to investigate that it was due to, like you said, the uh, trespassing complaints that these guys were at on their property. Um, Supposedly, I don't know if they were saying they're vandalizing or what, but basically these guys, because fences and stuff were like tore down in order for people to get in there and do whatever was going on in there. And so this VOP uh, group, the veteran group was rebuilding the fences so people couldn't get back in there and stuff. So they're actually cleaning it up, fixing it and making it better and yet right. they're getting called out for trespassing. And um, these guys were like, look, um, we're not going to leave until we're done doing what we came here to do. And so um, they stayed, cleaned it up and did their thing. And I mean, yeah, as far yeah. as I know, that's where that's sitting as of right now. Yeah. One of the two guys that, that 
or that stayed there. I, I saw a video. I don't have it on hand to pull it up, but uh, he was talking about how um, in the days that they've been there, like they're literally they're not leaving. They're not going to get supplies. They're having people bring them supplies because they are there and they're not leaving till this is taken care of, which I I applaud them for. But uh, he said that they've seen. Um, different, like what appears to be like Mexican cartel people, like, uh, dark automobiles and vans and trucks and stuff. Um, uh, Mexican guy, uh, supposedly uh, what he says came up and threatened him with a gun and he said, he's not leaving and he doesn't care. Like clearly, clearly, I mean, why would that go the, why would you know, criminals be coming and, you know, scoping out the area, trying to figure out what's going on, if that's not what was going on. <laughs> um, where this uh, site is located, from what I've heard, it's like right on a main highway that goes from uh, Tucson straight to Mexico, like to the yeah, border. They, yeah, and and this isn't like, of- like out in the desert. This is like really close to like the hub of town. Right. This is like less than a half a mile away from Bank of America. Uh, it's close to Southgate Academy. It's like, it's not out in the middle of nowhere. It's it's in like, what is it, a cement factory? Uh, it, the property is owned by a cement uh, company called CMEX, mm-hmm. which is, uh, there's a lot of stuff going around about that, which we'll get into. Sure. But, um, um, yeah, so it's kind of a construction-owned area, but uh, the interstate that goes south to the border on either side of it is just Indian res- reservation all the way to the border. So it'd be an easy route to get from town straight to the border if you needed to, without really raising any suspicion. Right. Um, this says here that by June third, uh, they were asking for public support through like all these YouTube videos, there was 20 or more YouTube videos that they kept posting, um, updating and stuff like that. Um, the rush was to gather and secure as much evidence as possible before, uh, they were kicked off and it was destroyed. They're finding lots of children items, such as jewelry, clothes, etc. They've reportedly found bloodied items like women's panties and other gruesome things that totally disproves the theory some in the corporate media want to promote as a homeless camp throughout the video posted on their Facebook page. Larson makes it clear that they don't want to fight the government. They just want local government to either come out and help or stay out of the way until they're finished. They want government to give a shit. That's right. it. Like they're not defying authority. There's, I, I mean, no matter how you say it, it sounds like a conspiracy theory thing, but it's like, what how else can you take this if you're if your son was murdered or you know if you suspected that your neighbor murdered their son and you say to the cop hey i have i saw like his stuff and i saw like evidence that that went on and the cop says no i'm not going to come look at it also i'm going to make up different stories as to why uh you're wrong like we did you hear about like the stories that the guy like they were trying to explain it away um of the guy that like came in onto the property and was like trying to say that his yeah that he made it came, for like his wife and his son or something like that 
Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find that story. I heard about it, but I haven't actually been able to read it. But yeah, um, some guy was saying how he made this fort or whatever bunker for, it's not even a bunker. It's just a, a camp for his wife. And then it's like a child it for, dungeon. It's child size. <laughs> yeah. Made it for himself. And then his son came on later saying that he wanted, he was trying to confirm what his dad had said. Uh, yeah. He made it for his wife. Then they said they made it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it was like a big world. What was of- the wife and son doing down there with all the right. kids, toys and used condoms? I, I got to wonder. That's gross. Yeah, <laughs> it is. No matter what the story is, today, today is the fifth. Uh, it's, so this is kind of updating day by day. Uh, June third, um, Facebook videos started getting taken down. No kidding. June fourth, it says in a video recorded early Monday, Larson explains that they might finally get cadaver dogs because mm-hmm. um, they were saying that. They started digging, but the smell got so bad they had to stop digging because right. the overwhelming smell. Um, I haven't seen any like mainstream news sources <clears throat> that have covered this. Maybe they have, but from what I've seen, it's only been a couple of local news channels that have actually covered this and said, oh, um, is it a sex trafficking camp or is it a homeless camp? Nobody knows, but we'll let you know when we find out is basically right. how it You know, happened. homeless camp with children's toys really small dungeons wrist restraints child size use condoms children's vanity mirrors um homeless people's type stuff you know and now now apparently according to several sites um cadaver dogs are needed so possibly dead bodies (laughs) homeless dead bodies um larson's it says uh, video Larson explains he might finally get their cadaver dogs. He reveals he received a call from DC explaining that the reason all of this has been happening is because the Indian reservation bordering the property is allegedly holding a key cartel leader and that they might have to kill the cartel leader rather than transport him somewhere if Larson keeps up his occupation and media coverage. What? <laughs> that's that's a development that I haven't that's heard. Quite. Um, Larson is not totally convinced and makes it clear he is more concerned about saving kids than saving a drug cartel leader. He calls on other veterans who are considering suicide to come out and help them uncover and guard the evidence to help stop sex trafficking, which would I don't give think you have to be considering good. suicide, but I suppose you got nothing to lose at that uh, point. <laughs> basically, yeah, this would give their lives more meaning is what it says. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they included that, but okay. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Apparently, they have their own cadaver dogs coming out. This was all yesterday. So, by they, you're talking about the VOP alpha. Yeah, VOP people, yeah, are bringing in their own because they can't get help from anybody. Right. Um, I don't see any updates from today. So, we'll have to get back on, maybe do like a follow up like a bonus episode follow-up see where oh, this yeah is. we will cover this as much as we have to and we'll do a midweek episode if we have to as well and if something some giant new development comes out before monday i'll post this early and then we'll do another one for monday because this needs to be freaking talked about And if i can get one of the guys on to talk about it i'll bring them on too um right. so yeah continue um according to local 
uh, Tucson News 4, KBOA. It says, Tucson police find no evidence abandoned Southside camp is linked to child sex trafficking. So this article says, in Tucson, a group called Veterans on Patrol believes a remote area off I-19 and Valencia Road is a child sex trafficking camp. I don't understand how this was underneath our nose, yet right in front of our face completely. Um, Tucsonan Christina Alvarado said, however, Tucson police strongly strongly dispute this. Uh, Tucson Police Department investigators have been to the site multiple times with detectives and officers, according to Sergeant Pete Duggan with TPD. It appears to be nothing more than abandoned camp. Police say they appreciate public awareness and the calls to their office, but they investigated and there does not appear to be any signs of human or sex trafficking. Police say they are continuing. So are they saying that the the VOP guys are liars? Because if they're not liars, then there's a, at least a lot of evidence. Yeah. In the very least, there's quite a bit of evidence that you should uh-huh. possibly take a look at. Um, it says police say they're continuing to investigate. They also tell News 4 Tucson anyone on the private property is trespassing. Convenient. The department has yet to make an arrest. Anybody that walks through the site will clearly know that it's sex trafficking, VOP spokeswoman Addie Rivera said. That's children and women being abused. They have not been out here to collect any evidence, and we have them in our possession. So we have the evidence is what uh, the spokeswoman for VOP is saying. So did they already... It's a big freaking they They already gathered up all the stuff and took it? Or is that still in the works? The last that I read was from yesterday, and that was still going on yesterday. So mm-hmm. there wasn't an update on the um, the site that I was reading all those uh, daily updates from for today. So I'm not sure where they got with that. So it seems you can name like the site. This is um, healthimpactnews.com. Um, I, I want people to be looking into this as much as possible. And also we should right. name the show that we heard about this first on because people need to be regularly updated and we don't do it as well as they do. So so where I got the information from was um, the Quite Frankly podcast. Um, it's basically a daily update of all this um, non-trending news is a lot of it is a lot of the news we just don't hear about. And a lot of it is trending news. It's just his kind of take. It's kind of um, what we do on our bonus episode, minus the uh, BSing around that we do. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's like what we do only good. Yeah. <laughs> a serious yet um, good take on what's going on in the news. So if you really want to hear what's going on currently, he does this, um, I think it's usually around eight o'clock every night. He does a, a live feed mm-hmm. and then um, uploads it to all the podcasting sites. You can find it on YouTube or anywhere you find podcasts. It's just the quite frankly podcast. And so right. if you want to stay up to date, definitely listen to his stuff. Yeah, he, he does a great job and I'm sure he'll be as this thing unfolds, he'll be giving daily updates on it. So definitely check that out. Right. Um, anyway, uh, what else you got? So as with every, um, child pedophilia, sex trafficking story that comes out. Obviously, people find the Clinton connections with it. Yes, but you're, you're going to talk really, about the the CMEX stuff. The CMEX, but it's really crazy how there there's there is always at least a rabbit trail back somehow. And there you are can, more. 
There are more trails to corruptions with the Clintons than there are with Hitler. <laughs> like every, everything so, that you hear about that is bad. If if somebody at the the at the local McDonald's made my cheeseburger wrong, you could probably find a way to trail it back to Hillary and Bill Clinton. The oddest thing to me is the fact that the mayor of this town, his last name is Rothschild. Yep, Jonathan <laughs> Rothschild, I believe. The mayor it is. is Jonathan Rothschild. I don't know. They haven't released if he's actually a part of the big giant Rothschild family, banking family, but there's more ties to the Rothschild family, apparently, supposedly, than this. Um, CMEX is uh, the cement company we were talking about, and CMEX is kind of uh, internet. It's a national in the least. Some people say it's an international. Um, Here's a site that connects um this to the rothschilds the nexium sex cult that we've uh, why, talked why don't you about go ahead and pull up the site if you can all right, all right i forgot we can share all right so i'm going to share this you can take a look at this um so this is the uh it says rothschilds and nexium sex cult tied to alleged sex trafficking land land in tucson it says land owned by cmac CMEX, a multinational building materials company headquartered in Mexico, is at the center of a controversy in Tucson, Arizona, where citizens they say they have undercovered a sex trafficking bunker with local authorities have refused to which local authorities have refused to examine. <clears throat> After alerting local and federal law enforcement about the situation and receiving no help, veterans on patrol, VOP, rallied local volunteers together to physically dig up the site. VOP has amassed a groundswell of support and has towed or towed vowed to keep the uncooperative law enforcement entities out of the site while they conduct a private investigation. They're hopeful, hopeful to bring cadaver dogs onto the site. Okay. We all already talked about that. Let's find this connection. Um, the Rothschild connection to CMEX is clear. Bromfin, E.L. Rothschild LP, a wealth management firm um, for high net value clients, owns a substantial share of the concrete giant. You can see right here in the middle of the screen, um, it shows that they own a share of the company. It doesn't seem that significant to me because it says Bronfman Rothschild boosted its stake by 3.1%. I don't know how much total they own, but it says Company's stock worth 100,000 after buying 333 shares. That doesn't seem like that big of a share, but there is that, there's that connection back to the Rothschilds, which the Bronfman Rothschild connection to me is odd because it's also connected directly to uh, the Nexium cult because Bronfman, one of the Bronfmans was, we had talked in one of the uh, bonus episodes, um, she was like one of the high in command of that next Nexium thing that was going on. And um, she was the one that supposedly hacked her dad's computer to get information about like world leaders and stuff. So um, this continues on to say the mayor of Tucson is named Jonathan Rothschild, but it's unconfirmed whether he is related to the dynastic family chairman of the board of Bronfman E.L. Rothschild is Matthew Bronfman, one of the heirs to the Seagram's liquor fortune. Um, his sister, Claire, is the operations director of 
the Nexium sex cult. It says the Clinton connected Nexium sex cult. I don't really understand how that's connected to Clinton just yet. But <laughs> I'm sure there's a way. I'm sure there's a way. However, um, this CMEX group has made considerable donations to the Clinton Foundation, apparently. So has Nexium's made considerable donations to the Clinton Foundation. Um, so somehow it always comes back to the Clinton Foundation. All these like crap groups or groups that get under the radar end up, hey, they've made con- contributions to the uh, right. um, Clinton Foundation. Yeah, so and not- I would like to figure out the exact ties because I don't want to be the conspiracy people that are like, right. this person knew that person, therefore the Clintons knew all about this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's always that connection back with conspiracy people. I just wanted to show that there people are making this connection. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's connected, but it's worth we'll a mention. We'll do further research. <laughs> right. This says, Bronfman's sister, Claire, is the operation director of the Clinton Connection, his other sister, Sarah Bronfman, is a Clinton Global Initiative member. So they are connected to the Clintons. Um, at least the Bronfmans are, which the Bronfman-Rothschild group has a, at least a small amount of ownership in the CMEX cement group, which is the property where this um, sex dungeon was found. So <laughs> there's not too many... Um, steps to get from Tucson, Arizona, sex dungeon to <laughs> Hillary Clinton in this one. Right. I mean, it might be minor with this uh, Rothschild Bronfman uh, stock ownership. That might be minor, but still, it's only like four steps, and there's there's Hillary Clinton right there. <laughs> so, what, what's this website again? Because, um, you know, I, I I like that you guys are trying to be all serious and actually reporting on important th- things and details, but, you know, throwing up a CPAP snoring machine as an ad right next to it just kind of <laughs> distracted me the whole time you were talking about it or called, ads for shoes. <laughs> this is called big league politics. So right. I, I'm not so saying you know it's legit because they called themselves big exactly. league. Right. So um, I had another one. But this was wasn't any more. This is the Free Thought Project, which is obviously super conspiracy, conspiratory. Um, they put out some good stuff. Yeah, they do, but they also put out some stuff that's like, eh. I don't follow them that closely, but when Facebook will occasionally yeah, recommend something to me, and I'll be like, yeah, that's good. I haven't actually looked into their stuff extensively. So um, I think this all says. I think this is the exact same article actually, but it, it popped up on. Uh, the free thought project. So, um, <clears throat> I want to put, I mean, I want it, like I said, I don't think there's a super, super strong case to make there, but it is really strange that it is only like four or five steps away from Tucson to Washington, DC. Yeah. And, and, and the fact the- that they're covering it. So, Yes. Hentley is what it seems like. They're trying to cover it up. Wouldn't it surprise me? Looking at some of the stuff we've covered in the Pizzagate stuff and how quickly that got brushed under. And that's why when um, I listened to the podcast today, the um, quite frankly one, and it seemed like things were starting to disappear really quickly. I'm like, 
dude, you got to listen. You got to look this up like right, right now. <laughs> don't don't do anything else. Yeah, look you you texted me and said, put everything down and uh, look up. Uh, we haven't really said what the, the name of the hashtag is. And I don't remember it offhand because the hashtag is um, hashtag. Uh, hang on. Let me double the check. Backyard brawl. Yeah. Um, let me just make sure that's the exact one. Operation Backyard Brawl. There you go. Hashtag right. Operation Backyard Brawl. And so, do we, know, do we know the meaning behind the name? Because it's another one that makes me, when I hear it, I think of like dudes doing, uh, you know, generic WWE wrestling in their backyard. Um, what is the <laughs> meaning behind that? The same with Pizzagate. Like, who's coming up with these things? Who's their PR person? It's not working for me. I had seen a sign on that first one that I pulled up that, um, the first article I was reading out of that there was a sign posted on the site that was saying something to the cartel to stay out of our backyards. Here, let me see if I can find the, the, the picture now. Um, no, maybe not. I know I saw it on this page, but yeah, basically it basically was a sign that they had posted up on the camp that said, dear cartel, stay out of our backyards, leave our children alone. Here it is right here. Dear cartel, you have entered our backyard and harmed our children. We are coming for you. So that's probably something to do with why it's called backyard brawl. I I love that there are people in the world that are um, like this. They're like taking it on themselves. Right. You want to know why? You want to know why I don't trust the government? Not only does the DMV suck, but also, you know, this like nothing worth looking into. If if there was any any normal case of anything like this that wouldn't possibly implicate people, like that is the only way that I can see any see any of this making any sense why they would not want to look into it you know why i don't trust, trust the government because when you find uh and we should pull up some videos here in a second so people can see some more of what the camp looked like uh but when when you come across a camp like a small camp that has children's toys and condoms leave it there you throw all the other stuff out the window. You got some things that you should probably be concerned about and looking right. into. Uh, when you throw in cribs and dungeons and um, wrist restraints and all sorts of things, and the FBI won't look into it, the local police won't look into it. That's the problem here. That's why I'm not trusting these go people. Back, go back and look at Pizzagate again. Um, the things we talked about there nothing really to concern ourselves about. There's nothing here. There's nothing to see. There's nothing to look at, nothing concerning us. So guy takes it on himself to investigate for himself. And mm-hmm. now this guy is a nutcase for the rest of his life. He's right. been deemed a nutcase who went in and shot up. The place. No, he walked. Yeah. He walked in with a gun. To my knowledge, he didn't shoot anything, he did not but shoot he's anything. like a homicidal maniac in everybody's eyes. And Pizzagate is obviously debunked because an Alex Jones fanatic uh, walked in with a gun. So where do you think oh, that makes me wonder what's Alex Jones saying about? All you know, I, I get regular updates from Alex Jones and I haven't seen anything, but I could be wrong. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get anything. So... 
Yeah, um, I'm just wondering where this guy and this group is going to end up after all this is over. Are they right. going to be nut jobs because who um, had a standoff on this property and um, and if I hear any word of a standoff, I'm going to be looking at my schedule and seeing when my next wedding is that I have to film because right. I might this be guy, taking a road trip. This guy um, has clearly said, "I'm. this is not a standoff. I am the only one armed at this point just mm-hmm. to keep people that don't need to be here out. He's like, we're not planning a shootout. We're not planning on anything. So, we're planning on being... sound familiar at all? Sound um, like anybody from, you know, somewhere in Texas? Right. Uh, how, how, yeah, let's see Some sort of, what happens here. Wait, what are, the, what are these people's religion? Because that will define whether or not they're a crazy cult that can be, you know, destroyed and burned at the stake for no reason. Well, these guys are former military, which means they're probably super... Oh, um, PTSD, they're crazy. They're, super conservative, they're which means they're racist and Nazis. There so, you go. Yeah, they're Nazis. This shit writes itself. And meanwhile, people are freaking out about freaking Starbucks removing loiterers from their store and, you know, uh, Stormy Daniels and um, uh, Ro- uh, Roseanne Barr and what's her face? I, I don't what, even care to say her name. Isn't it amazing how we were saying all this noise that's going on, what's really going on right now? Right. Last week with the whole Roseanne thing and uh, Samantha B, is that her name? Who cares? Yes. Um, and then this was actually happening while we were saying that, and we we had no freaking clue about yep. it until today when we're like, oh, somebody's actually covering something different. Yep. And this popped up, and I didn't even mean to click on I saw um, Operation Backyard Brawl. I thought this was like a bunch of people like in Congress or whatever duking it out just on Twitter or something is yeah. what it sounded like. Like you said, it sounds like a dumb – like. It sounds like a distraction piece. Yeah, it sounds like a bitch fight or something that happened. I'm like, what happened this time? So I clicked on the episode. I'm like, what is going on? And this is how we got to this tonight where it's like, stop everything. We're doing this now. Yeah. And, you know, meanwhile, the media is covering all this nonsense and the police are like, you know, really the Tucson police, I'm sure they have a lot of big cases on their hands, like, you know, teens smoking weed and getting the munchies and all those really important offenses. Uh, meanwhile, who knows if this what if I say if I, I use that term lightly, but with this case, you know, there's probably more in the area. Huh. And you know that right. if somebody uh, smells like uh smells something going on in the water, like if any of these cartels or anybody, uh, you know, senses that something's going on, which they've clearly been alerted to it by now. Who knows how many more of these camps there are? Who knows if there's kids locked in dungeons right now that aren't being investigated that might have been abandoned um, as bad as it was when the guys were there taking care of them, uh, you know, the double meaning, um, as bad as it was, they were at least alive and there could be children starving right now on this path that, uh, you know, is leading straight down to Mexico and bad hombres. Right. Here is kind of a little outline of the stuff that this website, um, commonsenseshow.com. I'm not sure what that is, but they just kind of summarized all the details Um, said they found combs with blonde hair, boxes with children's toys, 
next to the toys are used condoms. Graves have been discovered. VOP um, said they stopped digging when the smell got so bad they had to stop. They need to resume digging, uh, so they're buying gas masks. Um, television in Tucson is mocking the reports of the VOP. Uh, Tucson police and FBI refused to come to the scene. We, we talked about that. Uh, the property in question is owned by CMEX. Uh, police have given them until Monday, which was yesterday, to vacate the premise. So maybe they, I would hope by tomorrow we could hear what actually ended up coming about out of this. Um, because, yeah, apparently they were giving till yesterday to get out. Um, restraints embedded in trees, which I'm going to show that video, along with bone-cutting saws and Playboy magazines nearby, along with uh, used condoms. You'll I see heard about the saws records. and Playboys. Yeah. I heard about the Playboys. I didn't hear about the saws. Um, yeah, so that seems to be all from that um here's this video of him kind of going through it real real quick and i'll mention this again but before we get into the video uh speaking of uh cmex i keep wanting to say cinemax uh speaking of cmex um if anybody is interested in contacting them their media relations person is either george or jorge i'm assuming it's jorge perez and you can contact him at uh plus five two uh eight one Eight 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 four three three four, or at his email mrcmex at cmex dot com, and I'll I'll say that again too because let's contact this person who will inevitably know nothing about this incident. Obviously, let's take a break here real quick, and we'll jump into the videos after that. Hey, Dan Smots here. I'm taking a second to interrupt myself talking to talk about myself because, you know, I don't get paid a penny for the hours and hours that I put into creating this show for you guys in your greedy little ears. And I've got a family to feed. To make that happen, I run my own media business called Goulash Media. If you have a need in anything from video production to graphic design to audio production and beyond, you can get it all for a painfully fair price at Goulash Media. In video, I do weddings, music videos, commercials, pageants, plays, etc, etc, etc. For design, I do photo editing editing, album art, logos, branding, business cards, merchandise, you name it. For audio, I do engineering, production, editing, jingles, and, well, podcasts. So if you've got a media need of any kind, or if you'd just like to give a little something back and help keep my children fed, check out all the endless options at my website, goulashmedia.net. That's goulash, G-O-U-L-A-S-H, media.net, where we cater to the little guy with the big vision. <sighs> okay. All right, we keep talking about it. Roll the clip. All right. Do, do, do. There you go. We just picked up a dirty talk. All right. Here it looks like wrist restraints on a tree. I don't know what, for the life of me what else those would be used for there. Hanging a hammock. Right there. Grape tree. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. This is the main spot under the awning right there where those are. Those are slipper strings. The coyotes. Where were those? Uh, oh. Where were those kids' toys you were showing me? Right here and here. Yeah, different cribs. I don't think you saw this. 
Shit, I'm gonna volunteer my time to go down and film this stuff worth a sh. Is there a bed, right. child's bed here? There's a little mat. Yeah. I guess when they let them out, when you see the Crib underground right tunnels, here, it's pretty right? sick. There's different cribs and different uh, chairs and car seats scattered around this area. Different sizes of shoes of children. We come over here. So another harder. break. Another break there uh, for the listener. Um, Craig, if you're expecting to be a producer of any kind, you're going to have to get that virus off your computer called Windows and switch <laughs> over to Mac. But uh, let's get into... So in this video, it starts to it jumps into the local news four report. Um, I think it'd be good to go and play that, and we can have some commentary on that just to see like what the what the news the local news has to say about this stuff. Let's go ahead. Well, in the area of Valencia nine nineteen, News Four Tucson's Lupita Murillo is live at the site now with the latest details. Lupita, what can you tell us? Well, Angelique, the group was looking for homeless veterans, but instead they found this abandoned camp. Now, this camp has a mirror, and right behind it is this table. And on the table, you can see shaving cream, flea and tick shampoo, roach and ant killer. And right behind it, this area where people probably slept. Oh, probably slept. <laughs> like, that's news. Well... <laughs> Yeah, let me pause that. I feel like that was to um, almost negate everything that was being said there. Um, or the stuff that they're about to show probably slept over here. Wow. Also, here's restraints on trees. Well, it almost seems like, yeah, um, all these people are saying this stuff. And look at that. A nefarious bed where people <laughs> slept. Like almost like poking fun at um the stuff that they're actually saying, but anyway, keep going. That only a child could get into. And we saw the name Hello Maddie written on the top of it. And it's just, it became something so terrifying in such a short time. Danny Ward is a volunteer with Veterans on Patrol. They came upon this abandoned camp on Tuesday. They say, This place is meant for child trafficking. It's meant for torturous, terrible things that should never happen to a small child, let alone anyone. While they found numerous children's items in the camp, such as toys and clothes, there's no official investigation saying this camp was used for child trafficking. Two sense. Been there. They've also taken pictures and they say they're turning it over to detectives. Mm -hmm. What detectives? Right. So is this a homeless camp or is it a camp that was trafficking children? We don't know. But we'll find out for you and let you know. Reporting Bullshit. Uh, you know, you, pause. You, you notice how they show the the entrance to the little kitty dungeon there, but they don't actually go in and show you what was right. inside the dungeon. Yeah, they don't show you any of the the juicy stuff there. Did they even show the like restraints and stuff in that one? They they showed a quick shot of it right before they switched over to the one girl, um, which was what I was talking about. Uh, right after she, she said beds where maybe people slept. Then she's like, they show that with zero commentary, uh, trees with what looks like restraints on it. And then we go back to something else. Um, yeah. So they're, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll let you out. know. We'll let you yeah. know. How about you let us know what is there now? 
Right. Start with that. They, they um were quick to point out like the flea and tick shampoo. Exactly. The the important details. <laughs> but not the used condoms for some not reason. Not the used condoms, not the children's toys, not, you know, all the 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 crib. I think they showed a brief shot of the crib, but they didn't really talk about it at all. Right. And some people have said that maybe it's like a camp for a refugee family or something because it had toys and stuff. Uh, but if that were the case, like from what I've seen, there's a lot of toys. Like right. there's there's a really good amount of toys. Who is like bringing in refugees and throwing them up in this like trashy camp with no shelter or anything in the woods? And then they're they're focusing more on making sure the children are entertained than that they have a roof over their heads. Right. I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss with this one. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one, uh, I, I don't know. What are what are your thoughts on the CMX? Do you think that they have something to do with it, or do you think that it is just just happens to be on their property that might be, you know, some somewhat not even used? That one's that one's really hard to say. Like I said, I hate being those conspiracy nuts that tie it to like bigger things and better things, but. I mean, that's just, that's kind of what we do anyway, but, um, so go for it. I just, I don't know. I, there's gotta be something here with the way the police aren't really doing anything about it. The, the, um, city's not doing anything about it. Nobody's, nobody's really saying anything besides, Oh, it's just a homeless shelter. So there's obviously more to this than just, even just like some Mexican cartel guys that came up and are kidnapping children. I think the town's got at least something to do with it. Like some town officials have to have something to do with it the way they're so quick to cover it up. And it's ties back to the pizza gate thing where it was like a big thing. And then all of a sudden it wasn't a thing and it was just a crazy thing again. And people were just mm-hmm. real quick to uh, brush it on the, under the rug. It's like when people are that quick to dismiss something, it makes me think that there's got to be more going on to it because otherwise, why wouldn't you just just humor us and do a little research, do a little investigating? Right. Like if if nothing is going on, what do you have to really lose? Right. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm going to go hypothetical and say, I mean, let's say that CMEX plays a part in this. Um. A cement company. If you were, this is a cement company that's based in Mexico. They have, uh, they're setting up shop in, well, they currently have it in the United States, obviously. They're setting up shop in uh, Haiti. They have a shop in um, <laughs> one of the other countries that Im- implicated the 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 Clintons. Um, can't remember it offhand. Another third world country like if you wanted a really easy way to transport children, how easy would it be with, you know, big cement trucks, big cement locations? And if something started to come out, how easy would it be to cover it up with the cement business? Your how child suddenly Your child could suddenly be the foundation of the next uh Clinton Tower, which is not a thing, but uh the the next whatever. Um like it would be very easy to dispose of the evidence, and you know, uh, it's it's pretty. 
well known and common that a lot of times if there's like child trafficking from a, a lesser country like Mexico, I'm going to say it, it's a lesser country, um, based on the evidence. Right. Uh, but if people don't go from better countries to worse countries, they go from lesser countries. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mexico is not concerned about a, a border wall to keep us out. Anyway, right. um, so it's pretty well known that like if people, if a family is trying to come into the country from Mexico, uh, there's a chance that there's going to be that there's a really good chance that they're going to be being helped by drug cartels who already work in that business. And if this poor family, this poor destitute family that's trying to get out of poverty is trying to get into the United States, they don't have the money to pay somebody who deals in drugs. So they come over, they're helped over, and they make an agreement that says, when you get here, you don't have to pay us right away, but we're going to keep a kid or two. And when you're able to pay us back, then please do so. Uh, it's not it's not far-fetched. It's not uncommon. It's not unwell-known. And if this Mexican cement company <clears throat> is run by humans who have you know, a good chance of being corrupt as humans are, what are the odds that they're not going to... I mean, we, we've all seen Breaking Bad. We all know how easy it is to make money if you really want to and you live on the border. Um, it doesn't sound far-fetched to me at all. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it definitely... There's definitely the possibilities there. They, they've got the resources to do whatever needed to be done to dispose of, to transport, to do all of it. And I don't think that the cement company is like the brains or whatever behind any operation of any sort. If anything, like, like you were saying, they're basically, if they're anything, they're like mules. They're right. child mules, which is really disgusting and hard to say, but um, yeah, I don't like the whole thing just blows my mind to me. And just the fact that, it's so underreported. Like I'm looking, I just typed in Tucson sex camp and clicked um, the news tab on Google. And um, the very top is Arizona Daily Star. So local news says no evidence to support child sex trafficking claim. Um, Tucson news, local. Tucson police find no evidence of Southside camp linked to sex trafficking. Arizona Daily Star, local. No evidence of sex trafficking. Channel 12 News, KPNX. I'm pretty sure this is local. Police, no evidence abandoned Tucson camp was used for sex trafficking. No evidence. All K no evidence. Not like still under investigation. No evidence. KGUN, which I think was that first one that was on the scene that we just watched. Um, KGUN says on May 31st, so this was right when it was probably first being discovered it says underground bunker possibly used for human trafficking for children okay. um so this goes down through the first page of news it's no main like um national media coverage whatsoever right. you click on page two and it turns to weinstein in, indicted in sex case so it goes away by page two mm -hmm. like and you know how um, Google's news is, it's just, 
usually report after report after this person right. saying it and that person saying it and this you person got, what 12 it. there 12 that even acknowledged it i've got and 11 of the 12 saying no evidence and one saying maybe right so that's how underreported this thing is and like i said absolutely no um national coverage hey my monitor right. back uh, if your monitor's back, go ahead and pull up a screen share and let's live, not live, but this is the first time we're looking into this, but pull up Snopes and see what they have to say about it. Ooh, Tucson sex camp Snopes. Screen share. We're going to read this together. All of us by all of us. I mean, you, me, and anyone who's going to be watching, we're going to do this together. So we get the same reaction at the same time. Do you see this uh, Google screen? Did veterans discover a disturbing child trafficking? Snopes.com. Fact check. <laughs> there it is. Right there. Did veterans discover a disturbing child trafficking bunker in Tucson? Giant. False. Six days after it's even been discovered, Snopes knows what is true and what's not. Zero evidence. Zero you know, no evidence of anything, yep. despite what we just talked false. about for an hour. Because usually, a lot of times, if um, Snopes doesn't fully know, they'll be like, mostly false. or um, That's false. Yeah, this one's just blatantly false. It says, in late May and early June, this is the origin. It says, in late May, early June, conspiratorial website, the Free Thought Project, reported that a group of veterans had stumbled upon a disturbing bunker in Tucson, Arizona, that was being used for child sex trafficking. I don't think it first came up on the Free Thought Project. That's where they're wrong. <laughs> like, it was local, obviously, before the Free Thought Project reported on it. Mm -hmm. Says, when the veteran group... I'm guessing it probably popped up on VOP Alpha Co. Team Pul Pulaski's page, since right. they're the ones who are posting the videos. Says, according to the Tucson Police Department, the group stumbled on private property on 31 May 2018 off Interstate 19 and West Valencia Road in Tucson. But what they found is nothing more, is nothing more than abandoned homeless encampment. In a statement of the incident posted on their public Facebook page, Tucson Police reported, ooh, I didn't, we didn't see this. Get it. It's the report from the Tucson Police Department on their Facebook page, apparently according to Snopes says several individuals from a group of affiliated homeless veterans <clears throat> discovered the site and expressed concern about possible criminal activity at the location. Tucson Police Department officers, detectives, and command staff conducted a thorough inspection of the site, spoke to the reporting parties, and collected evidence. Based on the department's investigation to this point, there is no indication the camp is being used for any type of criminal activity, including human trafficking. Yesterday, an unsubstantiated assertion was made that a body might be buried at site. Cadaver dog was used to check the area with negative results. So <sighs> cadaver dog has been used. According to Snopes and the uh, Tucson Police Department, yes. Mm. Two people that... Uh, it, it, if I were a YouTube blogger, I would title this uh, Snopes and Tucson Police Department... Uh, allegations debunked 100%. Mm. It says, uh, 
He also said the department has had officers, detectives, and command staff at the site investigating since the initial report, along with human trafficking experts, and that no evidence of human trafficking has been found. (sighs) Lots of times people in homeless camps will use tether straps or cloth, anything to help hang clothing, food, or even trash to keep it off the ground and away from animals. Now we're stretching. I feel like we're really stretching now. I'll, I'll hear him out. I'll hear anybody out. Give them the stretch benefit of the doubt. You will see myriad myriad type of things that they collect and use. There was a crib there that had a bunch of stuff in it, along with all kinds of different things. A bunch of stuff. You know what homeless people usually bring to their camp? Cribs. And a bunch of things, along with all kinds of other different things. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that is a, for the audio a, people, the audio listeners, that is a quote. Quote, there was a crib there that had a bunch of stuff in it, along with all kinds of other different things, or all <laughs> kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. But there was no evidence of any trafficking or any criminal activity in that area. Well, I see How this about, uh, no, cartel this people paragraph. showing up and threatening you with guns. Here's this paragraph. Despite the fact no credible evidence has surfaced indicating the site was anything more than a shelter used by a local homeless population, conspiracy theorists have latched on to the suggestion of pedophilia, as they so often do. This doesn't sound biased at all. Go kill yourself. In late 2016, outlandish rumors circulated that Hillary Clinton was running a pedophilia ring out of Washington, D.C. pizza parlor. So they're not even saying now. They're not saying... Oh, conspiracy theorists are theorists are obviously connecting this to the Pizza Gate. Right. They are taking it upon themselves to say, kind of like what they did in 2016. Kind of like that obviously debunked thing that if you look it up on Snopes, it'll say it's debunked and it'll say how ridiculous and absurd it is. Since then, a veritable cottage industry of disreputable websites have regularly hawked clickbait stories about elite pedophile rings which are obviously debunked. Oh, this one even ties in the Rothschilds and the sex, Nexium sex cult. They're just doing our job for us by saying. <laughs> yeah, they're showing all, all of the stuff if people really want to look into it, but then they're saying, nope, it's all false. Yeah, they're basically saying kind of like the false Nexium cult and kind of like the false yep. um, Rothschild thing and the conspiracy theories of uh, – George Soros, it brings up, <laughs> and false flags and mass casualties and right. um, taking guns. Also, away. some people think 9-11 was an inside job because uh, jet fuel can't melt, melt steel, and it definitely can't melt steel from a building that didn't get hit by a plane. The one uh, that, you know, <laughs> the stuff that I just said are actually all listed in this next wow. paragraph. Like Holy all crap. that stuff. They're just like. Lump some all these stupid conspiracy theories together, and yeah. you got we got another one here on our hands. Thank you, Snopes. Thank you for proving us right that you are worthless, a pile of crap. <laughs> yes. So, uh, if you don't have anything else, um, I'll give my thank yous. Anything else? I think that that about wraps it up i mean we've covered what's out there so far right um and what's probably again, we will cover more in the future i'm sure 
that's if we can find more. <laughs> right. I was going to say we've covered as much as we can so far, which might be the most we'll we will be able to obtain at all because it'll probably start to dwindle really quickly at this point. I think. Sure, as long as uh, you know people allow it to. So I would say go out and tell somebody about it and. Here's my thank yous. Big thank you to uh, the Quite Frankly podcast. Thank you, and sorry we're not trying to steal your story. I'm sure you understand that being a person in this area. Thank you for turning us on to this because we had no idea about it, and it needs to be talked about if, even if there isn't any shred of evidence, um, which there is, as we've pointed out. A huge, huge thank you to the VOP Alpha Co. Team Pul- Pulaski. It's really hard to say, but... Uh, I will post a link to their Facebook in uh, in whatever else I can find of theirs. Uh, I'll post it in the show notes and the show description. So go check them out and uh, help them in any way that you can. Uh, finally, a th- the most thanks to CMEX Media Relations Jorge Perez at plus five two eight one eight 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 four three three four. Uh, or email at MR, which stands for Media Relations and not Mr. CMEX, MR at CMEX.com. If you guys trust your government still, then ask them. Please go to them and ask them, why Why don't you care about this? I trust you. I know you have my best, my best intentions in mind, so could you please look into this a little bit? Because I'm going to completely blindly trust you and assume that you're just overlooking this somehow also if you're in the area again stay safe but uh 101 west valencia road is where this took place or where this is still currently uh at or being removed from probably as we speak uh in tucson arizona like i said um as of a week or so ago like they were letting people come in and help them out they were calling for like public help and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. uh apparently according to that one uh report that we read the police were kicking them out yesterday and like closing the area off. So um, it might be a little bit more difficult to get in there to help out, but I'm sure you can't get get in there. If you're in the area, if you're local, go down there, film it, see what's going on. See you like, we need all eyes on this stuff. Um, They can only film so much. Clearly they don't have the best filming equipment, which is fine, but go down there help them in any way that you can film. Like if they're getting kicked out, if they're getting, you know, arrested, film it and then come on my show afterwards. You can contact me at, uh, Dan at TSIDpod.com. But, uh, Craig, um, any, any final thoughts on the latest American tragedy and abomination? That is the, I would say blatant cover up of a child sex trafficking ring. In Tucson, Arizona. It, my final thoughts, it just, I mean, it just keeps coming to this point where we're like, this is it. This is the big one. This is, it's happening now. And then the door just slams shut in our face. And as quickly as it opens, and we're all made to look like a bunch of idiots. But that's the plan. I just don't think there's that many coincidences in the world, you know? Right. <clears throat> like, when we discussed Pizzagate and stuff and all the, the oddities and in, in the language with uh, the emails and all that. And then with this one, it's all the oddities of the, the stuff that's there. And they try to explain it away as, 
oh, they, they just use that to tie things up. And um, yeah, this isn't code that we might be misrepresenting. This no, is, this is like visual things. <laughs> we can see it for ourselves on the videos. So I don't know. I, I hope uh, people keep talking about this. I hope they don't just uh, brush this one off because um, I don't want it to disappear until we get some serious answers this time. Right. Yeah. And like I said, child sex trafficking happens. That's a well-known common occurrence in a horrifying tragedy. But when it is discovered in a place where it's probably pretty high traffic area and the cops and the government, the FBI, nobody seems to give a shit, even the local news media people, maybe it's time to start, you know, questioning some things and staying uncomfortable. Craig, uh, thanks for bringing this to my attention, and uh, hopefully we can do our best in helping, uh, you know, at least bring it to light, at, you know, if nothing else. But thanks for being here. Yep. Have a good one. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, guys, thanks for sticking around to the end and listening. I know this was a very unconventional episode for us. Uh, and I would love to be able to report more on this type of thing as it's breaking and get the news out to you guys because you're not going to find it too many other places. Um, again, shout out to the Quite Frankly podcast because they're doing a great job and keeping up on this stuff much better than we are. And they're uh, one of our main sources of information because Frank does an amazing job. Check out their podcast and stay up on this stuff. Go check out the VOP Alpha Co. Team Pulaski Facebook page. I'll link it in the show description in the show notes so you guys uh, can find that. Go tell them how awesome of a job they're doing. Support them. If if they ask for money, which I'm pretty sure they're not taking any donations because this is not a way to sell anything or make money. They are seriously trying to uncover this stuff. And again, uh, I heard I, I heard rumor Craig texted me a little bit ago and said they found some children's body parts at one of these camps. So we're going to be giving you guys some updates. Go dig into it on your own. Spread the word. Tell everybody about this thing. It needs to be out there. Don't let them squash it. Go join the Downers Club. It's now on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the system is down. Shout out to Sean Kushat who uh, signed up for the Downers Club this week our latest member and we've got a bunch of people switching over to the Patreon stuff cuz it's going way way better and that'll uh, I'm going to give you guys everything that I can and still try and keep the the fun nonsense entertainment flowing over in the uh the the Downers Club group so you guys can get a little bit of a break from this heavy stuff but yeah, go check that out, tsidpod.com forward slash support or patreon.com forward slash the system is down. Go get in the system is down forum. Just type in the system is down forum on Facebook and I'll let you in. No problem. Blah, blah, blah. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. iTunes. I don't think I need to tell you that guys this stuff. You're you're getting smarter every single day because of this show. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, you got you guys are awesome. I really appreciate all your support, um, helping build this thing, move it forward. I've got some huge plans in the works to ramp things up and seriously make it a thousand times more interactive and more exciting for you guys to take part in. So stay tuned for that. Every dollar that you guys contribute helps go towards that. I, I know a lot of podcasts probably say every dollar that we get goes back to giving something to you guys, but I am dead serious that every dollar that you contribute at this point 
is going to be going back to making this thing a thousand times bigger and better. So please keep the donations coming. I really appreciate you guys more than anything. Um, and go out, have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody this week. Uh, I'll be back here first thing next Monday morning, of course. If you'll have me back in your ears, I'd be happy to be there. Until then, you guys, keep an eye on this thing. Question everything. Stay uncomfortable. I'll talk to you then. This has been a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.